welcome to Dangerously Likely. I'm Caleb Smith. I'm Terrell Couch. And I'm Torrance Witherspoon. And today, we're Dangerously Likely to have the last word. So I assume that a lot of you guys have noticed that we have not been uh, putting out episodes for a couple months now. Um, and I know that each of you guys were aware of kind of some of the things going on in our lives, my starting law school and the things that were going on in both Terrell and Caleb's life professionally. Um, and it came to a point where uh, we realized that doing the podcast uh, to the degree and with the quality in which that we expect of ourselves and think that our audience deserves and we think that the topics that we cover deserve um, that unfortunately that we would we would have to decide between changing the frequency of the show if we wanted to keep doing it or to bring the show to an end at this point um, in our lives hopefully maybe not forever but at least in this iteration of it um, and I'm trying to not use the word unfortunately because I don't want to characterize this 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 shift in direction for us and this and this end of the show as something that is unfortunate because I think that that um, takes away from, I think, the importance and what we've been able to accomplish and what this has meant to us each individually and together as hosts. Um, but that we think that this is a natural transition in our lives to, to kind of do our own things professionally and personally and hopefully know that this foundation that we've built for ourselves, this friendship um, personally and professionally between us three um, will serve as something that as, as a catalyst in our lives and hopefully something we can always return back to. Um, so this is our final episode of Dangerously Likely. Um, and we wanted to make sure that we took some time to think about how we brought that to a close and the words we wanted to say. Um, so we're going to jump into it a little bit and, and kind of talk about what this, we think, as a show has meant to us uh, collectively. Terrell, Caleb, I, I implore you to, to, to offer your words if you want to go first. <laughs> in normal fashion. In normal, I look like very, maybe, I, I know, honestly, I was feeling uncomfortable with this like very solemn tone I seem to have been taking. Um, yeah, like, <laughs> you took it very deeply. Where I, was like, I know, I just wanted to be intentional with the words, which I think our audience would expect of me, but then like transitioning to like the more casual conversation we wanted to have about it seemed it wouldn't hard. Be a last so I'm happy. Without Torrance stroking his own ego. Oh my um, God. Terrell and I, for the record, just looked at each other and just laughed. We yeah. Didn't know if we wanted to go first. <laughs> um, no, I I think you teed us up so well, Torrance. Um, no, I I think that it is hard to understate the magnitude to which this podcast has granted us new opportunities and new chances to enter into a sphere of things that are happening in our world and helping to elevate the voices. The people in our age group, people younger, um, just to be a part of the body politic, right? Like, I think for a lot of people out there, they were surprised with the outcomes of the midterms. But in working with this podcast, it wasn't surprising. When you see that 18 to 29 year olds showed up to vote, it's because of actions like this. It's because of conversations like this. So by no means... Um, kind of echoing your point, Torrance, does this quote unquote in feel solemn? It just feels like the natural progression of life. It feels like a opportunity where everything we set out to do with this podcast has been achieved. Everything that we hope to see from this podcast is out there. 
And while we might be taking a step back, the energy and the conversations that it was held, it was um, able to create and allow are still out there and still happening. Yeah, I would have to agree with that, Terrell. I, um, I was surprised, even though like, I don't know if we ever had as large of a footprint as we were hoping to, I was still surprised at the magnitude in which we were able to start conversations or the magnitude at which we had a lot of people that we maybe would not have expected to uh, listen to us, listen to us and want to talk about it and feel like we were great at context and all that stuff. And I felt like I, ha- I really have to agree that I, w- I mean, obviously, like there's a lot of different people that are that are creating things like this and whatnot. But because of us doing something like this, because as younger generational um, people uh, creating content like this and uh, going through modern day America in the in the world, really um, experiencing a lot of the different effects of policies and politics in general. Um, it's it's conversations like this as to why like the younger generations are motivated to vote and more interested in their future and stuff like this. And like, while I don't know how big of a splash we ever had at the same time, like maybe we did for one person and that's enough for me. I was sort of sitting here thinking about like what, what I would say. And it's, it's kind of consistent with that last thing you said, which like, how many people have we reached? Is it is one just enough? And I think that because of how we tried to structure the show in a way that was relatable and took sometimes like uh, policy conversations or legis- legislation that wouldn't typically be covered in the news or wouldn't be mainstream and tried to make it something that was both um, relatable and something that, that we highlight the impacts on everyone's lives, no matter where you sat in this country, that I think even if it was one person, hopefully that was a catalyst for another conversation for the next person and so on and so on. Because I think that we 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 made this a, a, a place where we weren't alienating people by our language. We weren't alienating people by trying to speak above them or at them, um, but hopefully trying to facilitate um an opportunity for them to speak, you know, to speak about these things on their own. And I, and I wanted to share a short story because I was just home for Thanksgiving and one of my best friends since I was like 13 or 14 years old, um, still lives in Niles and our, in our small town, she are in a town right over. She would actually hate me and she's going to listen to this, uh, who <laughs> is, 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 is brilliant and is a wonderful person and is a working class woman who's, uh, grinding and taking care of her two girls who listens to our podcast. And she told me over Thanksgiving that like, our podcast really equipped her with like the, the with the information to push back on some of the just false and, and, and idiotic things that she would hear around town at work from people in, in in their community because it is a very conservative area and that like she would like she said something funny to me and I'm trying to characterize it correctly like she was like people would say something and I would just be like, Oh, I know better. Like I know, I know better than what you're trying to feed me. And I just thought that like, that was exactly what we were trying to do. We were trying to reach literally whoever who, who, who wanted to listen to give them information to say what you're seeing in the mainstream. Isn't the whole picture. How do we provide more context to what's going on in our world so that you understand your, your, your seat at the table, not that you have to find a seat, but you already have one. And it's, it's a matter about like, what are you going to do with it? And I feel like, like that was a really rewarding moment for me because like, I think that is all that we hoped to do was to try to create space for people to feel like they could participate in this and that it wasn't just this 
uh, establishment or this kind of like thing that they, they felt was so much space between them. Like, this is our country. We are obviously see that the decisions people make have direct consequences on us. And then I think that we hopefully accomplished with the show telling people get in the arena and do something about it and, and, and realize that your voice and your vote and your action is, is all within your power. And I'm proud of that. Yeah, no, I'm proud of that too. And I think that just, I, we set out to have an honest conversation that brought in a younger generational perspective to what's happening in America on a day-to-day basis, really. And like you said, Torrance, I feel proud that we did that. And, uh, I'm really appreciative of all the listeners that have uh, stayed with us through all, what, two years? Holy crap. Two years. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just waiting for one of y'all to start crying at this point. Um, <laughs> Probably you. Well, no, I don't have emotions, remember? <laughs> uh, I don't think I would cry right this moment, but we, we I might have a few more things to say, so maybe then. Um, <laughs> I, want, I, I wanted to kind of uh, transition away from kind of like what the, the podcast has meant kind of generally and give us each an opportunity to hopefully if you will, opine on what it has meant uh, for you personally um, in a conversation sort of between you and the the, the audience. Um, Terrell, if you would like to go first. Why me? <laughs> well, I can I can go first. But what do you want me to do? Let me introduce this transition and then do it myself. Like, I'm like it just didn't feel as smooth, my friend. I mean, these, it tracks. These are usually the conversations that I cut out. Okay, yeah, no, I know this is getting cut keep out. it in. Yeah, no, keep because it in. full transparency. That's what you think. <laughs> but full transparency, I was not entirely listening to the question. Oh my! <laughs> That's what I was like. Why <laughs> keep it in? Keep it in. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Since we're keeping it in, please know there was a uh, a pre-recording uh, conversation. There so was. He does, he also, does know what we're transitioning to? Also, <laughs> there has to be some onus here, right? Like it's been what two months since we've done this. There's. There has been a break from the tradition of showing up to Caleb's on Tuesday and being prepped with a script and all these pieces. I'm very much coming to all of our listeners right now from an authentic space where my mind is divided into 18 other places. And I just, you caught me when I wasn't listening, Torrin. So could you please okay. restate the question? That's yeah, what, yeah. That's what so, we're here to do is provide our authentic selves every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, well then I will, I will also add to the question a little bit because so if you will tell the listeners what you are doing in your life, either personally, or professionally, where you like hope to be going and, and what this has meant to you personally in your, in your own life. Oh, okay. Wow. I could have just guessed that. That was my fault. It is what we talked about. <laughs> could have. I wasn't on that call, first off. Um, and if you think I read those like 14 email or text messages that y'all saw, sent, no. Um, no, I, yeah. I think I will, I'll start with the past and move into the present and the future. Um, specifically because I think this podcast plays a lot into where I am now. Um, I... I have a deep appreciation specifically for the pod because it challenged me to stop just expecting for things to happen or thinking that you need to take a natural progression of paths to rather just explore opportunities and really say and stake out, this is what I want to do. So um, in that, I've been able to actually have a foot in hand in whatever analogy you want to use. Um, the policymaking process specifically here in Idaho and being able to elevate the voices of infants and toddlers to um, demonstrate the needs of foster youth and be 
maybe not the policy driver that I had always imagined, but a person who is helping get people engaged in this process and helping them see the power of their voice and the power of their story. So as my life continues to get busy um, with that, I can't help but reflect on the fact that if it wasn't for the pod, if it wasn't for the connections that we built through this pod, um, I could still very well be coming to you guys every week, complaining about fraternity and sorority life and talking about Boise State. But instead, I'm coming from a much more authentic and joyous space where I can see systems and be a part of that bigger change. Um, So where the road will take me from here, who knows, but just very appreciative for the opportunity to um, really take some of the words and works that we've done on this, in this space and put them in action. I'll kick it to you, Caleb. Well, I think that I have to also start in the past and bring it on to the present and maybe the future. Um, Another linear uh, story, unfortunately. I don't know if I was very linear, but I'll take it. No, you were all over the place. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'll go, I'll go the traditional route, the conservative route, if you will. Mm. (laughs) It explains the Michelob Ultra. (laughs) (sighs) I'm drinking a Michelob Ultra, guys. Um, Anyways, so this podcast started, it was a pandemic project you know a lot of a lot of americans out there uh, because our resident white male had to have a podcast they yep. were dangerously likely to have one some might say <laughs> hey dangerously likely for a white male to start a podcast and that's actually exactly how it started <laughs> <laughs> i think it was a buzzfeed article yeah, and too I, many, I was like too many buzzfeed articles in the pandemic literally <laughs> truth and I cannot find that article for the life of me. Neither can I. To the Which, point where I'm like, did we just have a shared dream about this it was, article? It was a fever dream. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and I don't know, you and I, Terrell, we were just talking. We were texting and I was like, we should start a podcast. And we talked about it for a little bit. And then we actually did it like a few months later, <laughs> which was kind of wild. But um, it's been over two years since we've done that. And Torrance, you came on. I don't even know like what a few months into it, halfway through it, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like f- three or four months in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know timelines anymore, but um, so much for being linear. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, like the pandemic was a weird time for everyone. I'm no exception to that. I went through a lot of different emotions and I felt stuck for a while. And the one constant through all of that was this podcast with you guys sitting down pretty much every week and mm-hmm. editing the damn thing <laughs> and talking to you guys. And it was um, the most consistent, constant thing that I had during that time. And I mean, by all means, it means a lot to me um, uh, getting closer with both of you, but also being able to to share our perspectives with all of you listeners um, out there. And I appreciate not only the two of you, but everyone else who was involved, whether it was some of our friends who would give us ideas or if it was just the people who left a review on our podcast, even when I said, leave us five-star review, do it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they were genuine five-stars. Let's be real. Yeah, let's be real. <laughs> Pat the ego Absolutely. a little bit. Yeah. But um, I think that like, I don't, look, I don't know what the future is. It's It felt like all of us got, busy on our own ways. And I think there was more that I wanted to do with it, but I'm also really happy 
with where we're ending it, at least for now. And uh, I, you know, you were doing actual policy work. I would like to enjoy being in politics one day, but I've decided to become a corporate hack in the financial <laughs> sector for now. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> and again, that's the Michelob Ultra talking for you. Maybe I'll finance something in the future. But yeah, that's what we like to hear. Yes. <laughs> Come on, daddy. Sugar daddy ready to go. Open those wallets. Make it hail and rain. Oh, God. But all that to say, I genuinely i don't know i i never thought i'd start a podcast and while it's kind of ironic maybe a little bit stereotypical of someone like me uh i have re- really appreciated the last two years with all of you and i, I want to say thank you thank you it's Caleb. yours torrance take us on a tangent torrance oh geez I'm not, oh, please well, don't do that <laughs> well i think as uh you know as our listeners know i started law school in August at Michigan State. And I have been you know, very busy with that as I think I knew it was going to be, but maybe my perfectionist tendencies have made that even more uh, of a busy schedule. Uh, but it's been something that's really, really good for me. And, and I feel really um, excited and, and proud of kind of what I've been able to accomplish like here thus far. It's, I think it's turned out to be exactly what I was hoping uh, for it to be as far as an educational experience and, and what I thought I, it was going to add to my life. Um, when we started the podcast or when I joined the podcast, it was originally uh, with, a, with a written piece that I wrote when you guys invited me on to, to, to be a part of a kind of like segment that you guys were doing. And, and I was really, really excited about that because we we're mid-pandemic and I was uh, pretty, I mean, pretty deep in like my art, my artistic space, like and doing a lot of writing and and I was torn between, you know, was I going to still move to LA and pursue acting and, and then, you know, the pandemic happened and that kind of, that kind of put a, put a wrench in that plans. And then I was studying for the LSAT and, and, and applying to law schools and working. And I was just kind of in this space where I was trying to figure out like what direction was I going? I had these passions. I knew uh, what I cared about and I knew what I hoped to, you know, do one day or at least a couple of options. Um and I was just in a space of trying to figure it out. And when you guys asked me to come on the show and then to, to become a regular co-host, it just was a really grounding thing for me at that moment. And it's something that I think I really, really needed because it helped me flesh out my thoughts, the things that I was thinking about every day anyway about politics as someone who um, I feel like is is lives the experiences that are constantly in our headlines um, politically, but also just someone that really deeply cares about the trajectory of our, trajectory of our country and our public discourse and uh, like what kind of like uh, political dialogue that we're all engaging in. And this show has been a real opportunity for me to to feel like I'm not yelling into the void um, and that perhaps what I feel to be altruistic in my heart about the way I feel about like policy and, and getting people engaged um, is more real, more tangible outside of, outside of my body when we have these conversations, when we, when we put these episodes out. And I feel really, really proud of what I think that means um and, and if that like you said reaches one person or a thousand people like for me it was enough to kind of do the work uh and to be engaged in the work and i and i hope that like you said i know this is i said this intentionally at the beginning the, the ending of this iteration of dangerously likely but I, we've all had like really lovely conversations about like what we hope we could do together in the future whether that's a podcast whether that's you know continuing to engage in politics in whatever way fits um us at that moment in our lives and you know with Terrell going 
and remaining in policy and you going into finance and me going into law and, and, and politics. I just think that like we're very clearly in our personal lives making decisions to remain engaged in these things. And I know that you were kind of making a joke about being in the financial sector, but I think that like when we're talking about the 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 social issues and the say even the economic issues that we've talked about on the show, like it takes people like a, a diversity of thought and lived experience for us to actually come and find solutions for things. And so like Although I know what you mean when you say it, I think that like it, it just strengthens, I think, the diverse thought that we all bring to the table when we do come back together to do something in the future. Um, and I think that that's what makes us the most uh, impactful to our listeners. And so I want to reiterate what you were saying, Caleb, and just thank you both for the opportunity and, and thank you for your friendship, which I know I had before the podcast and will continue to have after the podcast and separate from the podcast. Um, but it has meant a great deal to me. And I think that it's I, I give it a little bit of credit for keeping me honest about what I wanted to do in life and, and making sure that I was, you know, having rubber meet the road on those things over the last two years, especially with, with the, with the pandemic. And so I'm really, really grateful for this opportunity. Aw. <laughs> just looking at oh, Terrell over here and he's like, <laughs> if I asked dog. Terrell guys, if I asked Terrell what I just said, I don't know that he could reiterate it. No, I heard everything. Uh, <laughs> I heard a dog barking though. So I was like, yeah, whatever. All right. It's time for the contrarian view, Terrell. There isn't one. <laughs> oh God, save me. If I haven't earned anything, let me earn that. <laughs> um, well, we, you know, as, as I think our listeners know, we typically end uh, with something called our tangent. So taking us on a tangent. Um, Wasn't this but, whole episode a tangent? <laughs> I mean, well, no, I would like to believe it's more of a reflection, but I suppose. Uh, <laughs> but, I, but, but this, this today we want to kind of end with something we're calling the last word in hopes of like kind of, leaving our last thoughts on the table um, going forward. Caleb, do you want to go first? Sure. My final thought is something that I said back around Halloween of our first season, and that is that Terrell would die first. (laughs) I knew that was coming. He would die first in a horror movie, and that's all I want to say. (laughs) Still incorrect, but... (laughs) No, but for reals, uh, to all of our listeners, thank you for listening to us, and don't forget to register to vote if you haven't for some reason, even though we've been telling you to this whole time. And always stay engaged, even if it's not with us anymore. And yeah, that's about it. I think that uh, for me, this was a really cool experience. Um, and I want to thank everyone for their support. And yeah, don't don't get complacent now that we're gone, okay? That's it. <laughs> Uh, Terrell, you go now. Take us on a tangent. (laughs) (laughs) This whole thing's been a tangent. I'm going to say I'm speechless and have no final words. I mean, this is not a visual medium, but my eyes are so far behind my skull right now. (laughs) I've already said, like... I've already said all the things that needed to be said. I think you guys have elevated everything appropriately. There's nothing more to add. (laughs) Like... Um, well, this has been a great experience, very much echoing what you said, Caleb. I want to thank, I want to thank all the listeners out there for letting us be a part of your Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whenever you listened, um, and challenging us to ask different questions and be a part of different techniques and spaces. Um, yeah, like that, that's the last word. There's no, there's nothing else to say to this, but a thankfulness and a gratitude to the opportunity. Well, naturally I, 
I, I intentionally didn't say something during the last uh, site like part because I wanted to save it for this part. And I don't want to assert by any means uh, that I have any wisdom to offer it to anyone because I, I think that. that I think that the, and I, and I actually say this very often, I come back very honestly when I say, like, I think that at, at age 28, the only piece of wisdom I can I can say concretely is that we have no idea what's coming next in our life. We can plan and we can dream and, and then we absolutely should do both of those things. But ultimately, we, we don't have control over what unfolds next. And and as I was referencing before, I think that these two gentlemen here and people on the show know that the, the great uh challenge of my life has been being torn between my love for acting and and for the arts and entertainment and my love for policy and the law and wanting to do something civically and and i continue to struggle with that and i and i continue to struggle with what that means for me as someone who sees himself as a dreamer as someone who sees himself as someone who pursues his dreams and i guess i would just tell people like i don't have any answer to that but i do know that like just keep doing you know, like do the thing that you want, what's pushing you at that moment, chase whatever that is and, and hold on to the one song. Like I think piece of thing that I have, which is nothing is forever. And so you can always change your mind and you can always go in a different direction, but like keep living and keep trying to pursue happiness and joy and remain engaged in the world around you and in your community. Um, and know that none of the conversations, uh, that we have been the impetus for, um, could have only happened because of us you can have them on your own and in fact with like the state of our world and and the things that are occurring i implore you to continue to have hard conversations in your life and push people to live up to their values and um i'll end with saying that i couldn't be more grateful for this opportunity and i hope to see you guys out in the world uh and in, in, in another capacity hopefully soon except diamonds diamonds are forever mm-hmm. couldn't have ended it any other way <laughs> what you said nothing is forever. Diamonds are forever. <laughs> well, well, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> With that, I guess we can surely say that was our show. <laughs> cheers, boys. Cheers. 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 Dink. 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 I'm Caleb. I'm Terrell. And I'm Torrance. And we're dangerously likely to end a podcast. Yeah.